For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, this is Stu Hodum with Believe in the Media Guide on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? The NFL starts its second century on Thursday night as the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs host the Houston Texans. Coverage begins at 7 p.m. Eastern on NBC with kickoff set for 8.20 p.m. Eastern. It's the first of three games in an 11-day stretch for the team behind Sunday Night Football, which was primetime television's number one show for an unprecedented ninth consecutive time during the 2019-2020 TV season and the number one show in the 18-49 to 49 demographic for a tenth consecutive year. As he prepares for his 15th year at NBC and 20th season with Al Michaels as his play-by-play announcer, executive producer Fred Gadelli knows this autumn's sports landscape is loaded, but expects the National Football League to continue to draw strong viewership. We're looking at a sports calendar that no one has ever seen. I mean, we're going to see the Stanley Cup championship be awarded, the NBA championship be awarded, uh, potentially a triple crown awarded, the, the U.S. Open, the Masters, you know, all these, you know, signature events that we all love to watch, and they're all coming down at the same time. So will it be a factor? I don't know how it couldn't be a factor, but as you pointed out, uh, the NFL is, is the ratings king, and, and there's not even a close challenger. So we feel really good about that, but I think there has to be some kind of impact. Beyond the season opener, Michaels is looking forward to christening a new stadium in Los Angeles and a new era for the Patriots dynasty in the first two Sunday night games of the year. This is the most unusual season, not only for us, but probably in the history of the National Football League. So many different things to talk about, but uh, it's very exciting to, to know we're on the dawn of the season right now, and the way we begin is fantastic. You know, Houston at Kansas City, you know, you wish that Arrowhead could be full, but they will put some fans in there that night. Uh, it's special, Kansas City winning its uh, first Super Bowl in 50 years last year. Mahomes is uh, probably the biggest star in the league right now. Come out to L.A. on Sunday night. That stadium is off the charts. It has a roof, but the light comes in through the roof. And I was there the other day for the Rams scrimmage. And if you don't sit there with sunscreen uh, on the east side of the stadium, you're going to get a sunburn. It's uh, it's very different. It's very special. And uh, the Cowboys come in on, on opening night there. And then off to uh, the following week is uh, in Seattle against New England. So everybody wants to know, what about the Patriots minus Tom Brady. So we, we have a tremendous way to uh, to start the season. Off we go. As we say, you know, it's a little bit of trial and error. It's adapting and adjusting. But uh, it's very exciting right now. And everybody I talk to obviously now can't wait for football to start. In the season's third Sunday night game, the Green Bay Packers will visit the New Orleans Saints. And Michaels will have a bye week as a familiar NBC voice will have his first of a few NFL games in the booth. Godelli explains. We decided this year to uh, minimize the cross-country travel for Al. We give him a handful of buys 
so we didn't have to make those long treks uh, from Los Angeles across the country. Uh, his first bye week uh, will be week three in New Orleans. And then uh, after that, uh, we're going to take it month by month just to kind of see how the schedule shakes out. Uh, this is a long-time plan, as I said. You know, Al's been a part of it. I know a lot of you have speculated that Mike Tirico might be calling more NFL games for us. Um, Mike will obviously call the game uh, week three in New Orleans. Uh, as he's done for the last five years, he'll call the Thanksgiving night game uh, in Pittsburgh this year and then the following Sunday in Green Bay. And then we'll kind of look to see if there's a game or two that, that Mike might also appear. He will call... As you probably remember, we acquired a second wild card game in the off season. Uh, Mike will call that game, but um, uh, just so everybody's on top of what we're doing this year. The Chiefs are among a handful of teams that will have fans in the stands at the start of the season. While Michaels is curious to hear how that will sound, he's familiar with doing games in front of sparse crowds. It's going to be very, very different. The other thing that's going to be vastly different, even though we have fans in Kansas City next Thursday night, and they plan to put in, I think, 22% of uh, the capacity at Arrowhead Stadium, which is probably around 18,000 fans. Everybody's going to wear a mask. So it's going to sound different than it would, obviously, if, if people are you know, up and cheering and yelling and screaming and doing whatever they do during the course of the game. So that's going to be extremely different. And, you know, it, it'll be like one-fifth of, of, uh, of the stadium – the um, all I can tell you, and I've told this story before, when I did the San Francisco Giants in the seventies, I got used to I got used to doing games with no fans. Socially distanced by Michael's side will be Chris Collinsworth, who knows the emphasis behind his analysis will be impacted without fans, but he plans to take his cues from his partner. The hardest thing when I started broadcasting was the tone. You know, when do you get excited? When are you in a conversation? When are you, you know, down? When are you up? When are you? To me, that was the hardest part. It sounds ridiculous, um, but it was for me the hardest part. And I'll give you one of my little secrets that when I started working with Al Michaels, I just now play follow the leader. And wherever he goes, I kind of go because I think that tone wise, uh, he has mastered the art. For games with no fans, Godelli says NFL Films has created specific soundtracks for each stadium, and the audio will be scored to match the play on the field. I think it's going to sound very natural. Uh, you know, I, I've had heard, like I heard a demo from an Eagle game, uh, and uh, the films people, I mean, really did it. I mean, think about taking four years of natural sound and creating a four-hour soundtrack that you basically live score as the game is going on. And they, uh, you should really talk to NFL films because the system they built is really fascinating. It's very simple. It really kind of accounts for all the things that happen in the game. I don't think you're going to get booing, uh, you know, for some obvious reasons, but you might get some groans, uh, but they have, you know, a, a set amount of buttons and they're not a lot. There's about like maybe a dozen buttons that would be, you know, game-winning touchdown, go-ahead touchdown, uh, visiting team touchdown, interception sack, and that demo that I heard was tremendous. I mean, it was an Eagle crowd. Uh, even even got the E-A-G-L-E-S Eagles chant, you know, after they scored. So I think it's going to sound good. I'm a, I mean, you know, I've never seen NFL films do anything that wasn't, you know, 
first class, you know, uh, best in show. I mean, they're just excellent. And the system that they built, and again, they had to do this for 32 stadiums. Uh, you just think about the tedious nature of that, but they did a tremendous job. And I really don't have very many worries about that. With no fans at most stadiums, sideline reporter Michelle Tafoya must be in the front row since she and other reporters won't be allowed on the field. My role is going to be hugely different in that I'm not allowed on the field. Um, so I'll be working from an area that's called the moat, basically the first row of stands, uh, the first row in, of seats in the stands. And um, that's going to provide a lot of challenges. We love challenges on Sunday Night Football. How will she get insider info from the coaches and do post-game interviews with players? I think in some cases at halftime we might have a ring down where I'm actually on a phone with the coach. Um, That may be the case in some. Uh, In others, it may be the case that we just, the coach walks to where I am in the stands if I'm near a tunnel and we chat from a social distance, you know, appropriate social distance. Post-game, it sounds like what we're going to do is have a camera down on the field with a monitor for the player so we can show the player highlights. The player will have uh, will hear me uh, through a headset or whatever mechanism they're going to throw on him and be able to respond in kind. And the, um, so it, it, it'll, it'll be good. It'll be really a chance to maybe have the player look at highlights while we're doing the interview, which we haven't done in the past. So. Um, you know, we're looking at it as, as an opportunity. The production team itself will be socially distant with some personnel at NBC Sports Group's Stamford, Connecticut headquarters. According to Gadelli, crew members on site will operate in trucks with filtration systems fit for hospital operating rooms. Before this year, every single person who worked on Sunday Night Football was at the game. Uh, this year, our, our entire graphic operation, our edit operation, uh, that will come from Stanford. Uh, it's not like that hasn't been done before, you know, with other shows or other, you know, at other networks. So I'm not really too worried about that other than you don't get to see the people that, you know, you would see on a normal basis. Uh, we actually had to add a truck to our compound so we could have social distancing among all positions. So everybody in a truck and everybody will be wearing a mask. Everybody will be at least six feet apart. Um, that, you know, I don't know how much detail you want, but I know they upgraded the fil- uh, the air filtration systems in the truck to uh, operating room grade. So, yeah, there have been a significant amount of changes, uh, you know, due to COVID. The new season brings a new toy. The C360 camera will fly over the field, attached to the bottom of Skycam, and provide up-close and intimate replays of the game inside the tackle box. Gadelli describes the technology. It's a camera that will shoot sideline to sideline, but it's an 8K camera, you know, uh, 8,000 more pixels than a normal camera. Uh, So it allows you to zoom in uh, to a great great extent without any picture quality loss whatsoever. And not only can you zoom in, you can pan the full, you know, 180 degrees from sideline to sideline. How will Goodelli use the new angle in the broadcast? He explains how it'll provide a new way for Collinsworth to break down plays. I think it's really going to help Chris, you know, illustrate a lot about what happens in quarterback play. And, you know, a safety turns his hips, the quarterback goes the other way. Well, you can really manipulate the screen to accentuate what Chris is describing to the audience. And then the other thing is because it rides on the Skycam right below it, 
you're going to have some, you know, incredibly intimate replays of people like J.J. Watt or Chris Jones. And, you know, Chris Collinsworth was preparing a tape uh, about the Kansas City defense, and he was commenting on Chris Jones's hands and how he uses them and how he'll grab the offhand of an offensive lineman. Well, not only will we have a great view of that, but you know, I'll be able to zoom into his hand, grabbing the hand of an offensive lineman. Before NBC, the Chiefs, and the Texans take the field, the network will air Inspired Change on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. The show will provide a platform for the NFL's players and allies to discuss the work being done to advance social justice and equality. Thanks for listening to Believe in the Media Guide. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the podcast on iTunes. We're also available on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeart, and Radio.com. Find us at Believe.com, that's B-L-E-A-V.com, and on social at Believe Podcasts. I'm on Twitter at Hotem, H-O-T-H-E-M as in Mary. Stay tuned and stay safe. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.